like that, don't you? You know what I want to hear? Come on, say it. Tell me you ain't ever felt like this. Tell me you ain't ever felt like this. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curvin, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Quarantino, a.k.a. NBA Youngboy, a.k.a. The Mayor, a.k.a. Diddy Bird, a.k.a. The St. Valentine's Day Massacre, a.k.a. Stop Lying on the Internet for Retweets, a.k.a. Are y'all okay? (laughs) (laughs) And on the hotline, as always, is my wonderful and gracious co-host. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Allie Nicole, a.k.a. that favorite little shit talker, a.k.a. that fine-ass, bald-headed badass, a.k.a. Mrs. Moneybag Ho, a.k.a. St. Valentine's Day Massacre, a.k.a. Calvin stole one of my a.k.a.s, a.k.a. that little baby. I'm just a little baby, y'all. We we just, we, we gonna leave it right there. Just, Calvin, how your week been? Um, it's been a hell of a week and it's Wednesday. <laughs> um, it's been a very interesting last few days. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like having Super Bowl and Valentine's Day being like the same weekend chaotic. is a very wide range of emotions. Chaotic. You feel me? Chaotic as fuck. And, and I just, you know what I'm saying? Um, like, and we'll, 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 I saw an entire city get blue balls on Sunday, and I'll explain. Ooh, yeah. Woo. So, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, the room and the energy gets sucked out of it. Bro, yeah. like, listen, so, 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 so for those who are living under a rock, um, Super Bowl Sunday was this past Sunday, and the Cincinnati motherfucking goddamn Bengals had the nerve to be in the game. Against the Los Angeles Rams. So for those who, you know what I'm saying, the Los Angeles Rams got a whole bunch of stars. They got, like, the best defensive player in the generation. They got Odell Beckham Jr. They got, you know, a good quarterback. They got a lot. They got some stars on it. But, you know, the Bengals got Joey Burrow and Jamar Chase. And we just out here, they just out here doing their thing. And it was actually a close game. It was Bengals a really f- game. Like, it was, Bang- okay. you want to know how I know this was a good game? I how you know? What was going on? You listen. You were so excited. You injured me during your celebration at some at one point. I did. I, I was so I mad did. at you. You hit me like right in the the bone of the knee. I was like, "Ma'am." You were like, "Alex, you have never been this excited ever." I wore uh, my jersey uh, out in public, man, and I was just like, "Ma'am, if I didn't love you, I would cuss you out right then and there." Calvin's not um, a fan of rebrand. Oh no! I hate to rebrand. I hate it. I hate it absolutely. And every here's the thing: you're going to portray it as me being a hater, but everyone who knows you in real life also hates it. Y'all, you know what? I'll give y'all that. There's none of my real friends who be like, "Bro, yeah, nah." <laughs> like every like, Uber, you showed up to the brunch with a bedazzled football. <laughs> and y'all fuck out of here, Nick. And you niggers loved it. I would listen. I hated it from the jump. I told you if you, I told you, listen, I fuck with, I see the vision, but because it's you, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I'm gonna be a hater for life, but listen, y'all, listen, y'all gonna, the ones, all right, y'all have been begging me to pay attention for sports 
throughout the entire duration of the majority of relationships I've ever had with y'all. I'm finally dating a man that doesn't mind breaking down the sports. And here you are fucking complaining. I can't win. I can't win. I'm, listen, football. I'm glad. You know what? You know what? That, that remind. it'd be like, you know how like if you got on kiddo for like getting good grades or cleaning his room or something and the nigga just ignored you and then he finally did it. You're not going to be like, good job. And you'd be like, well, fi- finally, motherfucker. Like, you're not going to. No. You got to give affirmation to praise. Fuck that. Yes. Am I glad? Did it take a minute? Yes. Am I glad we're here? Yes. So, like, Calvin, what's it going to you- be? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? I'm going to tell you what's going to be, nigga. First and foremost, you got to. The problem with you is you don't do things in increments. You go from, like, zero to, like, a hundred. <laughs> and it'd be joy. at all. At like, all. Like, 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 the time where you, where you try to pretend you were a sneakerhead was hilarious. <laughs> like, you, you had, you got one pair of Jordans and started thinking that you knew some oh, shit. I just, listen, I was on StockX thinking I knew some shit, baby. And I had the nerve to try to join in y'all conversations. I was trying to get in on <laughs> Me and Beloved looked at you like, Alex. Alex. <laughs> shut up. That shit. Fuck up. Anyways, I'm and just gonna I'm ignore that. You're doing the same thing with the sports, right? <laughs> so that's why we're looking at you like, ma'am, ma'am, like, hold on. You got a little too much dip on your chip. You got a little too much razzle in your dazzle. I need you to relax. So we watching it, you know what I'm saying? Watching the game, you know what I'm saying? You know, bagels looking like they doing something. I ain't gotta recap the whole game because y'all niggas know what happened. And it get down, first and foremost, that I will say this for all of my Bengals fans who are complaining about the refs, I get it. But also, that touchdown from T. Higgins, where that nigga grabbed other dude's face mask and turned it yeah. 90 degrees and it didn't get called. Y'all gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all gotta let that ref shit go a little bit. You feel me? Like, that nigga, that nigga leaped up on the other nigga, grabbed his face mask, and twisted it until the nigga fell, caught that bitch, and ran. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, that is illegal as hell. That's illegal as fuck. But refs ain't call it, so y'all kind of got to give some leeway on some other shit because, you know, it evens out. But when I, and so I, I tried to warn you specifically, because again, you're new, you're new at this, right? And I tried to, you was like, we about to win, we about to win. I was like, Alex, there's a lot of time left. There's a lot of you time like left. You were like 30 I, seconds left, and you were like, that's a lot of time, that's a lot of time. And no, I, first and foremost, it was not 30 seconds left. It was, you were, you were tweeting with 10 minutes to go in the game that we going to win. I was like, ma'am. Because I knew we were going to win. I just, listen, you could not have told me, now mind you. Sunday had a lot of alcohol. I don't know who the fuck's idea it was to go to brunch. I don't know. Who it was ours. It was it our was. idea. It was. It was my idea. It was my idea. <laughs> like, we, we for sure, not only that, we for sure we were just like, yeah, um, we're going to do, we, we resigned ourselves to the fact that we were going to be drinking all day from the, from like the moment. I drank so much. I had, I got hung over like that same day. Yeah. I got hung over in the middle of the day. Bro, I got hungover. I was like, fuck, I got a headache. Like, I need, to, I need last, some water and some food. The last time I felt like that, we were at cabin season. R.I.P., man. Yeah. But listen, listen, that's what I'm saying. So, so, but you just knew. And, I, and again, for me, a veteran of Ohio sports, 
Ohio sports will break your heart if you let it. I'm really because trying to listen. because it's the hope that gets you right. It, and so I was trying to I was trying to I was trying to save you. I was like, ma'am, temper temper it a little bit. Like I know you're excited. It's your first time. Like, but relax. <laughs> like. You know, and you was like, was, no, fuck that shit. We're gonna win. <laughs> we're gonna win. We're gonna win because I'm watching the game. Listen, I watched all three playoff games and we ended up winning all of them. I really felt like good luck, Chuck. <laughs> like you have to. Like, I really felt like my influence was being felt. I thought I was making an impact. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't at all. No, you weren't making Joe Burrow was making the impact. He <laughs> don't know what the fuck I do for a living either. You know, I just thought that every, I thought every little bit counts. So, and so, you know, it goes down, the Rams scored uh, the the go-ahead touchdown with some, you know, and shout out to Tanea, because Tanea was fed up too. She was like, why the fuck do they keep retrying this shit? I'm like, well, I'm trying to like explain her the actual reason. She's like, and Tanea don't give a fuck. She's like, why the fuck they keep They retried that play four times. I was with the good sis, okay? I was with her. I was was explaining the concept of penalties and why and why when the penalty happens, y'all redo the shit. But y'all were again at that point. Shut up. Y'all wasn't trying to. Y'all was like, "This some bullshit." I'm mad. <laughs> so, so Rams score. Bagels get the ball back. You know what I'm saying? It's and it's actually looking a little decent. They they moving the ball or whatever. They stall out. It's fourth down. And the problem with the Bengals all year is that their O line is made up of paper mache, paper clips, and whiskey. Pretty much, that is like their Achilles heel. You know what? Their offensive line is is similar to. Remember when Destiny Child had like four members for a little bit? What's other? What's the, what's we the other girl's name? Not Lat- Farah. You feel me? Yeah, the one, the girl who was in the red at in the, in the Say My Name video. Farah. Her name was yeah. Farah. The Bengals offensive line is like Farah of Destiny's Child. She did like maybe half a song like, of promo run. We it'd be best it. for all parties involved, but we just like, pretended that that didn't exist, right? So, boom. So, at, at, at the the key point of the line, it'd be like if Farrah had to sing like a solo. Nobody, not Beyonce, not that. Kelly, not Michelle. It'd be Farrah. Yeah, yep, you're right. Nobody oh, asked fuck. for that. Oh fuck! Same shit happened. Get the ball, and mind you, Aaron Donald is like the best player in the league. For like the past five seasons running. He is like, if they had like Grammys and shit, it'd be that nigga, right? Gotcha. Comes up and like just fucks up Joe Burrow's day. Game over. Season over. And the energy I could describe, because we was in we was in at the watch party for it. You ever had it felt like the entire city like cleaned up their room, you know, <laughs> cleaned up their apartment. You know, put on they put on they good draws, put on they good lingerie, put on they smell good, had the playlist going, and then got the don't hate me text. Oh yeah, no, like delicious, like the uh, or the ah uh, man, or it be, or like the hey boo text when from the hairdresser. It was like the entire city this got the hey I'm boo. Text. This is why I'm bald, right? Can we stop? <laughs> We're gonna park the car right here. People wonder why I'm bald. It's honestly not so much because, like, I don't enjoy my hair. I honestly think doing my own hair is a chore. So even when I had my long hair, it wasn't a thing, right? But the part reason that I'm bald is because men typically don't cancel when it comes to their money. Women don't give a fuck. 
So women will honestly, if 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 barbers treated niggas the way the hairstylist treated y'all, we would shoot them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely shoot them. There be what do you mean I got to come to the, uh, the, the the hair? What do you mean I got to come to the haircut pre lined up, bitch? I, excuse me. Imagine my barber texting me like, "Yeah, Alex, I can squeeze you in, but you need to make sure that you bring your own clippers, bitch." <laughs> so what the fuck do I need you for? Hello. Also, went to cosmetology school. I really don't need any of y'all. I can honestly do this shit myself. But lazy. I just I'm paying for the fact that I don't want to do it myself. Paying for the fact that I don't want to do it. But yeah, sorry. Quick segue. Go ahead. <laughs> but so it was like so the entire energy of the of the city, just like and like I ain't never seen Copa let out that quickly in my life. It was like we all collectively grabbed our purse at the same time. All I'm right. head out. Yeah. And and so and so I had a couple I had people, you know, people came in from out of town because you know what I'm saying? They was like, man, the city gonna go up if they win. And but like what if it, what happens? And so I told niggas, I told niggas all day. I was like, look, obviously if if, if the Bengals win, the city's gonna go up in flames, right? Niggas gonna be drinking, everybody already caught off of work, all types of shit. If the Bengals lose in a blowout, you still might be okay because the, the, the stages of acceptance will happen during the game. Like, yeah, if, nah. if, 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 if them niggas got blown out, like, niggas would be sad and go through all that shit during the game. So by the time the game's over, niggas may, may want to just, you know what I'm saying, all right, like, you know, we'll, we had a good run. You know what I'm saying? Go, get to that point early. We had a good run. Fuck it. Let, let, let's celebrate the victory. I was like, but if them niggas lose close, <laughs> ain't nobody doing shit after this. <laughs> niggas are going to go home in sadness. Folks that I were with, we went up, posted up, smoked, and went home. Period. We were pissed. Nigga, after parties canceled, nigga, all this shit. Nigga, nigga, it was like, fam, just just a level of, that was, because I've never been in that situation being in the city where the team lost a big game. Not throwing shade, because last time I was in that situation, I was in Cleveland for game seven, and Cleveland won that shit. So, city went up. But I'm never, you know what I'm saying? But like, it was just, you know what I'm saying? It was definitely a, a sobering moment for the city. I think, I think the city is now as is, is, is proud for them niggas to, that they got there and it was close. You know what I mean? But that's, a, that's sometimes a curse of Ohio sports, man. Like Ohio sports is, 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 is fucked up because niggas, Ohio sports won't always be terrible. It'll just be good enough to get your hopes up and then like fuck up at the last minute. But hey, um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout, shout out to them niggas for doing the what they need to do. Parade. I mean, they were well, they came home yesterday, and of course, they did a pep rally for the Bengals today at the um at, at Washington Park. At Washington Park, and for like what I understand, it was it looks like it was a good time. It started at five. Uh, I couldn't make it. I have a day job. Well, I I have a job that requires me to be in the office, so I wasn't able to make it today. But from what I saw, it looked good. Like the momentum is there. Right. And it's interesting with me talking about momentum because it sounds like I'm going to watch next season. And I just might. Like, as a sports girl, I have to start being invested. Right. Like, I should know when the <laughs> Honestly, Calvin. You should, you should, you should know I, the names of things and, you know. Right. Calvin, I, I, I would like to join your fantasy league if you're open to it. You know, I don't want to cross any boundaries, but I feel like I, I am now proficient enough to compete. Um, I would like to do some sports betting. You know, I would like to, I would like to get in on the, the, you know, the sports talk and chatter. 
You should add me to your sports group chat, please. No? All right. What? Y'all should see how you looked at the screen, bro. <laughs> like, because, because who the fuck you think you fooling? I would who the, fucking who? love it. I, I mean, it would give me a reason to try. Now, am I going to sit here on this podcast and spit out fucking stats and shit? Hell nah. But being able to keep up with the conversation has also been beneficial in the I, office. Like, what? I'm going, I'm going to give you a podcast to listen to. That way you can get the you can get the sports takes without the other probably problematic takes that may come with it. So I'm gonna give you something. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cut. I'm a cut the pure with some other shit so you don't get so you don't get the full thing and overdose. I'm gonna give you, but I'm gonna send you some things if you're really serious about this shit. I'll send I'll send you some shit that is some niggas talking about the shit, but it's in a way that's not like. Super analytical. I'll send you some. Thank you, Fran. See, there you go. Being productive. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. So if, if, if I roll my eyes any harder, I'm going to get a fucking concussion. But <laughs> I, I'm going to do my so, part. Calvin, it sounds like we have a reboot we can get behind. So it's the first couple episodes of this reboot, you know what I'm saying? So, all right. So again, talking about NBC, which held the Super Bowl, NBC and Peacock for streaming that, you know, they had a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reboot. But in this reboot, they kind of flip it from sitcom to like drama, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, same kind of source material, but instead of like playing it for laughs, they pl- it's like serious shit. So. It came from, shout out to Morgan Cooper. Morgan Cooper, um, back in 2019, I want to make sure I give this brother credit. He he came up with like a three-minute concept trailer of a dramatic Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It went viral, got in front of Will Smith, and Will Smith like was like, no, nah, okay, I, I fuck with this. Like, pretty much Will Smith said, like, he had been, for 20 years, niggas have been pitching Will Smith on Fresh Prince reboots, and he said, he told all of them, like, nah, y'all can suck my dick. And this was the first one that was like, oh! This makes huh. sense. I can get behind this. Right. So, you know what I'm saying? Will Smith and his studios, whatever, kind of, you know, wor- worked with Morgan Cooper. And they basically, this is a rarity. So they had a bidding war between Peacock, HBO Max, and Netflix for this, like, concept, right? I'm pissed. Because I have two out of three. I don't know if I can give Peacock, man. C- continue, so, Calvin. <laughs> you, it was like, bad. damn, you, you, damn, you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't get on the one I already own. <laughs> Got to be quicker than that. It's cool. You know what? I may, you know, what I'm saying we'll talk offline. I may, we may find a way to get you and beloved some peacock ass, access. So help me, <laughs> nigga. But so because of that bidding war, dog, this show got a two season order off the pilot. You feel me? Oh, that that really happened. I'm not gonna say you never. feel me. That's that's, that's never happened. It got a two series order off the dribble. Like, like we won't we gonna sign up for this shit off the strength, right? Well, it's Will fucking Smith. Like you feel me? And it's so you Will it's, Smith. It, it's Will Smith and the and the concept. So it was already proven because it went viral. So basically, it's it's a modernized dramatic version of the source material of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. They, they make some changes. I don't want to spoil everything because, again, this is, you know, very new, but they dive deeper into what made Will 
move move in with auntie and uncle, right? Like you, if you see it from a trailer, you see they dive in more deeper into like, okay, how traumatic would it be for someone for his entire life to like change like that from going from like West Philly, where all any all he's known as West Philly. They in that first episode, they definitely play on some like the Philly strength, like all of that shit. How traumatic and like crazy would it be for him to have to uproot his entire life and then go out to L.A. where he don't know nobody besides his, his like his, his family and he barely know them and try to like fit in like that, right? Mm-hmm. They they kind of explore that and they kind of you they flip some of the dynamics on his head, um, you know, because they 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 make it more dramatic instead of comedy and also because it's like an hour-long drama, you know, 42-minute, you know, it's a drama series instead of, like, a half-hour comedy show. We're able to kind of, like, delve deeper into, like, backstories and relationships. I feel like you would really appreciate what they did with Hillary, where she's not just dim-witted and, like, ditzy, but she's, like, an influencer, but she got some fire to her, right? I like it. Um. So, again, after the Super Bowl, after we, after everybody come back home, after, you know what I'm saying, the blue balls of the Super Bowl, I was like, all right, I'm just going to watch, I'm going to watch this first episode before I go to sleep, you know what I mean? Like, just Sounds check like it out. Sounds like you needed a palate cleanser. You know what I'm saying? Niggas needed to, like, all right, that was, that's, that was a lie. Everybody's sad and depressed. I, I done had grown men, grown men and strangers crying to me. Like, I need, I need some, I need some, uh, uh, something different, right? And I knew I wasn't in the mental capacity to touch on euphoria until I needed, I needed to, like, be awake to watch that shit. But, so they watch, so, and you know, first episode, pilot, you know what I'm saying, strong, and it ends in a way that I'm like, oh, shit. But then what I didn't realize was they had three episodes up already. Mm. So, I, so, like, that cliffhanger, it ends on, I'm like, oh, I need to figure out what the fuck happened in this next episode. Repeat the process with, season, you know, episode two, I'm like, oh, so basically, I planned on watching one episode, ended up watching three, and then go to bed at two o'clock in the morning like a dumbass. But, luckily for it me, was, I took PTO. And I took PTO because it was Valentine's Day. Listen, I listen. It's more power to you. If I <laughs> if I had that ability, I would do so myself. Gotta but, move water. Nigga, I'm still <laughs> recovering. Right, recovering. From you. <laughs> you are still in recovery, so that may not have applied to you. It did. Yeah, like that was you. If, if if I had if I had the bank, I would have did it. But they still trying to they still trying to jam me up. Um, but I'll say this, and so don't go in expecting just a fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, if you go in and try to compare it to the old shit, you're, you're already kind of... Because they made some distinct changes, right? Mm-hmm. They made some distinct changes. I would honestly compare it more to, like, All-American. Right. Okay. Got you. So, like, it's like All-American, but with some, with some intellectual property that we already know and love. But like it's like if you look at it from like that lens instead of like a Fresh Prince of Bel Air lens, you you know what I'm saying? I think I like it for the first three episodes. They release you know what I'm saying weekly on Peacock, so you know what I mean. We'll see if they can keep that momentum. But again, they already got a a two season order, so there is some security there where they can be like, okay, we don't have to like rush through everything just to get that second season. We already got it. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think we can get behind it. I mean, I'm always gonna root for everybody black. You know what I'm saying? Who's who's trying to do some shit? And like, I think, I think, I think it could be. I will say, dude who plays Will, he's a certified star. He, he's gonna, he's gonna it. blow up. 
he gonna blow up. You know what I'm saying? He a certified star. Uh, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna spoil Carlton, but just know, yeah. y'all. Yeah, like even more than he was in the original type shit. Like I expect some character development, but like right now, like he the ops, like <laughs> you know what I mean. So, but it, but even him being ops makes sense because what? How would you do if like you the only you know what I'm saying son man in the house type shit? Then out of nowhere, another nigga who's your age comes in. Everyone's like trying their best to like look after him instead of you. The best villains are where the shit makes sense for them. Why to be a villain, right? Like you could put yourself in your ser- in their shoes. Like, okay, now nah, I can understand like why I'd be tight a little bit. I can understand that. Like, like Thanos or like Killmonger. I'm like, nah. Like they have legitimate reasons to be upset right now. I could get <laughs> that sort of shit. So I'm screaming. Oh, you know what? Now I want to check it out. So we might have to work something out with the Peacock app. You know what I mean? You I know what I'm saying? Gonna, we gonna, we gonna fi- air, log in or something. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We're going to figure something <laughs> out. We're going to hit me hit me offline on that one. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention in years past because I was genuinely pulling like rose petals out of my asshole. So the chaos... That sounds painful. Honey, not with the way they go in. Anyway. So, (laughs) (laughs) you ratchet. Moving right along. (laughs) Moving right along. So, um, I never realized how chaotic the day after Valentine's Day was. Like, has it always been this nuts? Like, now, mind you, if I didn't celebrate Valentine's Day on the day, I just didn't celebrate it. Right? I've never celebrated Valentine's Day the any uh, besides. Any day besides February 14th, like, believe it or not. And I've had, I've, we know, we, we know the experiences I have had, but believe it or not, I've never celebrated um, V-Day outside of the actual day it fell on. So it never dawned on me that like Valentine's Day really be chaotic. Like it really like. Listen, first and foremost, right. Slight plug. I have a playlist for a specific purpose. It's called the Valentine's Day hangover. And I'm going to, I'm going to drop it on Monday because. I see y'all IG stories. I see y'all tweets. Like, y'all need some, y'all need, listen, We Belong Together by Mariah Carey broke the own streaming record for for her song the day after Valentine's Day. Oh, the babes were hurt. The the girls were sad. Oh, the girls were sad. You feel me? So, yes, it's always been that chaotic because, A, this is really... Back when we were super in depth on the cuffing season calendar, you know what I'm saying? Back, this is the Super Bowl, literally. It's, it's funny that the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day are on the same weekend because we always joked and said Valentine's Day is like the cuffing season championship. It's a Super Bowl. Can you know what I mean? Like, it's. We're going to park this car right here. Uh, I now, hate when you have the emergency brake on. Skirt, skirt. Hear me out. No. I don't like it. I don't like it already. I, my relationship status be funny as hell, right? Mm-hmm. But on major holidays, I guarantee that if I am talking to you, then you know which, which holidays I consider a major holiday. Valentine's Day is a holiday that is very important. And if you're a man that's dating me and courting me or entertaining me at all, you know that. That's a fact. So... When I am talking to a man, 
and he knows me for a very long time. Even my platonic men, the platonic males in my life know Alex loves Valentine's Day. My girlfriends know Alex loves Valentine's Day. It's huge for her. I was talking to a guy who told me that the reason why he didn't wish me a happy Valentine's Day was because he doesn't believe in the validity of the holiday, which is fine, right? But you know that that's an important day for me. Why would you not? Why would you not? Like, why would you not invest like, well, I don't care about it, but I know it's important to her, but because I don't care, I don't get to show up. That's unacceptable. And he didn't understand that why his green bubble, I mean, why his blue bubbles were now green because nigga, have you lost your fucking mind? That's selfish as hell. So don't lose your bitch because you don't, you forgot to stay up on the things that is important to her because you definitely would never talk to me again, forgetting the things that are important or not acknowledging that it's important. A happy Valentine's day would have saved your ass. Now imagine like the hell I put men. I'm actually fucking through it. First and foremost, uh, we going since you already parked the car, let's let's point at I saw a reason mm-hmm. that and we'll get to we'll get to what you think I'm about to talk about in a minute. But there's a perfect example on why we believe women are terrible gift givers. I saw on Valentine's Day. So I saw this woman on the timeline gift her man a box full of chocolate dicks with bring that dick here and gifted it to her nigga. Okay. Now you're going to really have to hear me out. I thought that was funny. <laughs> now, <laughs> Calvin, fix your fucking face. No, because what the fuck am I going to do with a box of dicks, sis? Eat them. <laughs> now, you want your man to eat a box of chocolate dicks. First of all, I would never gift my man a box of chocolate dicks because I don't suck as a gift giver. So, right there. That's my whole point. But she really, she really thought she did some shit. But you two, gifted me chocolate dicks. <laughs> now, when you say it like that, it sounds derogatory. Like it sounds. It is derogatory. <laughs> the fuck? You gifted me a bag, of, a box of chocolate dicks, and and acting like you did something. Maybe they like to peg. <laughs> You gonna try to pair somebody with a with a candy dick? No, but think about it. Uh, ooh, listen. I mean, it could have been a gag present, but a bump. But like, boo, tomatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> boo, boo you. I boo you. I say, you fucking harlot. The fuck boo, is wrong with you? You suck. You suck. Anyway, boo, lame. Tomatoes, like, tomatoes, okay. tomatoes. Hear me out. I don't kink shame. So. However, people's love language show low, ah, love languages show up for them. I'm here to listen. I'm all here for it. I am here for it. What I'm never going to be here for is kink shaming anybody because what makes your TikTok doesn't work for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. Listen. So, but that's but the, but that type of shit is the reason why we say women are terrible gift givers. You gonna give me a box of chocolate dicks? Okay. Now, please cut into. All right. Now. <laughs> Cuts the camera. The wildest story, one of the wildest stories I've ever seen happened on Valentine's Day because a nigga wanted some social media clout. A nigga. Listen, you know what? You know what the biggest addiction is? It's not, it's not 
heroin. It's not crack. It's not whatever drugs. Why do people do that? Now why? Now why? Now why you do that? The biggest addiction, and so is not heroin or or crack or he- or anything heroin. that heroin. Heroin. I said, I said what I said. Heroin or any, or, or any of the drugs that fucking Rue is on at any given point. <laughs> Calvin. But the biggest drug is clout. Because so let me let me let's break it down. First and foremost, I don't appreciate because this nigga's actions led to women slandering big niggas. And I don't appreciate that. First Listen, and foremost. Because why am I in it? Because why am I in it? <laughs> so this nigga. Calvin! I was not trying to go there today. But go ahead, friend. Because, like, we all don't act like that nigga. So I'm mad. So this nigga. Um, and if you were on the TL, you know who this nigga is. Apparently, this nigga is the is is the is the Twitter uh, grifter. I don't know. Um, shout out to the Twitter slender. Um, so this nigga posted a picture with him and a shorty who would put emoji over over her face, like pretending that this was like the Valentine's Day boo reveal. And I personally, first and foremost, I hate it when y'all post your significant other with an emoji over their face or on some no, or on some Wizard Kelly shit or on some no... Listen, either hey. post for nigga or don't post for nigga. Don't, no, that shit is corny. mind your motherfucking business. Because I, listen, that I'm going to post every boyfriend I have until that nigga is my boyfriend, until that nigga is my husband. Like he is the goddamn neighbor from home improvement until the, until the moment we walk down that aisle and say I do. The last thing that I need, and people give this information so voluntarily, I don't need no feedback on who I'm fucking. None. And, and, I, and here's the thing, though. I respect but all of that. But if I'm going to post my man in whatever way I feel like... like listen, y'all meet the back of my nigga's head. That's how I met him. Before... Boo. Like, Tomatoes. Don't worry about it. Listen, like I said, like I fucking said, I don't know what my relationship status is, but you know that I have one. Okay? But, but you could accomplish that. But, never mind. Anyway, back to the Before, point. Bro, I know, you, I know y'all not talking. The, you and Beloved have been together for how long? Y'all didn't start popping up on each other's social media, like, blatantly popping up until, like, maybe six months ago. Don't do that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, but I didn't post her with an emoji over her head. I just, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't, I just chose not to post. But niggas who knew, knew, and niggas who didn't clearly weren't close enough for me to know. It was, but I didn't post her with an emoji. First and foremost, as we can see, any man who try to post this girl with an emoji over her head is getting hell. We can't get away with that. Y'all can't, first and foremost. But secondly, I, we, I, I agree with all of the reasonings why. I just think that posting a nigga with an emoji over his head is stupid. Just now, don't post I, a nigga. Now that part I agree with you on. But I would never post an emoji over his We're, head. That's but all I've might, been saying. Like I'm saying you either, if really, you can... you. You might get like a hand on the thigh. You might get like a cheersing at brunch. You may get a little something, a little cute, cute. You something. might get a forearm over your neck. But put it, yeah, like y'all might get that, like me sitting up underneath him at somebody's bar or something. That's one thing. But you, you know how long me and a man are going to have to be together at this point in order to get for, get me to post him on my social media like that? Them days are over. I respect that. And, and here's the thing. I respect that 100%. I respect that 100%. Only thing I'm saying is you can just not post a nigga with an emoji. You know what I'm saying? You, you can keep your shit private without doing that. To me, that shit corny. And that's just to me. To me, that shit corny. 
Because I'm not going to post Beloved with an emoji over her head. That shit corny to me. Also, you got a fine-ass girlfriend. There's really no reason to. That part. But even still, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm a, if I, if, if she my shorty, she fine to me regardless. You feel me? Whatever. I don't give a fuck what none of y'all still can say. Because first and foremost, I'm allergic to ugly bitches. But that's neither here nor there. I will tell you that, Calvin. All your girl, all, even your female friends, all of them, fine as hell. I give you that. As one of them, fine as hell. You know what I'm saying? But back to the story. You're getting me distracted. I'm trying to tell the story. (laughs) (laughs) So, buddy, buddy, do the emoji over shorty face, posting like, you know what I'm saying, that they together, whatever. And then the her like the girl in 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 questions, like people, like her cousins, her her sister, whatever, was like, "Hey, nigga, like, like you wild, you mad weird for this shit because like you don't even talk to shorty right now. So why the fuck you posting her like?" Like, what the fuck? Like, and then Shorty came in, was like, so you're not going to take this picture down? Because, like, we haven't spoken since, like, a little after this picture had been taken. Like, you're not going to take this down. Buddy, ODing on the clout, basically was like, nah, I ain't going to take it down, right? He, he trying, he doubling down on the shit. Oh, shit. So Shorty was like, bet. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's where you would have had me fucked up, too. Because I he, no, I'm not, I'm not mad at Shorty for, I'm not mad at Shorty for, you know what I'm saying? Because again, the nigga could have avoided everything that's about to come by just not posting the picture. And could have avoided everything that's about to come. Now that's some weird ass shit. You feel me? Clout is a hell of a drug. But Shorty comes in with basically like, um, okay. So I met this nigga. We hit it off. We was, talk, we was talking, whatever, whatever. You know, my, it came time for me to, you know what I'm saying? Me to, me to see him, whatever. I, I I I pay I pay for my ticket. He was going, you know what I'm saying, take care of the rest when I got there, whatever. And honestly, I don't I think women paying for the ticket for the fly out is actually smart because that way that nigga can't cancel that shit if if he a weirdo. Uh, you like, know what? I'm not gonna lie. There is- I understand I understand the whole like that nigga gotta pay for it. But again, if this is the, if this is like the first link up or something like that, men you wanna make sure you have your own money. Exactly. So men paying for my flight came in to play, like they'll send me the bread, I'll book the flight and then send them the confirmation. That kind of shit. Like a man, I've only had one man just book me a flight and we were but we were dating, dating. Like we had already been in too deep. But typically when niggas be like, Oh yeah, I'm paying for Shorty's flight, like it's okay. Boom, 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 boom. Like you know what I'm saying? But like, so yeah, I ain't even mad at sh- I am so I'm not mad at Shorty for that, whatever, whatever. So she been she going, you know, showing text message basically like this nigga turns into a god level ex- a liar, like a god level excuse master. Like every like every time it gets like close to him, you know what I'm saying? Shorty getting ready to come out and see him, like something happened, right? Like it's uh his cousin passed away. He getting locked up over Parker tickets. His uh his diabetes fucking up. And, you know what I'm saying? He had to go be hospitalized. Like whatever. Just again, continuing, whatever. And eventually, Shorty picks up on game. Was like, hold on. Every time we about to fly to this shit, you do this shit. You know what I'm saying? So you know, fuck it. Like she lost some money from the flight, whatever. But I guess they did see each other at a couple points. You know what I'm saying? Prior mm-hmm. to all of that. Because she even admitted that the dick was slapping. You know what I'm saying? She was like, yeah, she did. She, 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 did. she said that. She was like, because she was like, listen, the most embarrassing thing is y'all think I would do this shit with trash dick. I need y'all at least to know that was good dick to have me out here looking like this. She said, but, <laughs> she said, I, I'm not on saying? my she ass, like, I'm on my knees though. Like, sis, like, I, like, we don't have like, to Like, you know what I'm saying? So she's, 
like she so she she exposing the shit, you know what I'm saying? And the nigga trying to like tweet through it. You know, he changes uh his 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 ID to the, you know what I'm saying, Twindler, Swindler guy, whatever. He tried to tweet, tweet through it or whatever, and he like, you know what I'm saying? He honestly um, Shorty was up 28 to 3, and then like she the reason why people started making fun of her a little bit was she admitted things that she didn't need to admit in order to keep the pressure on the nigga, right? She admitted things like, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah, well, nah, like, the dick was slapping, or she admitted that, like, she used her job to look up shit about this nigga, like, 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 probably had, probably, like, broke for law type shit. Yeah. So it, it was out. like, she wasn't down bad as the nigga was, but it was like, you, you were up 28 to three, and now you let the nigga get a couple scores in because, like, you're, you're, you're admitting how down bad you were at certain points, right? But, well, but I here's think- the thing. But but here before you go add your context again, at least at least on my timeline and on my side, it wasn't like we were the nigga was still at fault. And then apparently this this is this this is that nigga's play because multiple Mo- women bitches fell out the fucking woodwork all with their own stories about this nigga and his lies. <laughs> Some this nigga said he got he got caught COVID. Nigga said he. He was was in jail. He got robbed, like all sorts of shit. Just bunch of a bunch of women, and I ain't even gonna hold you. There wasn't an ugly one in the bunch. Like he had some baddies popping out. Like hey, like he got me too. And so then it comes out like this nigga was really just out here in in the DMs, like swindling bitches. Like you know what I mean? Like just just in trying to like, and he, that was his play where he was like post, and you're saying like. I fuck with her, but then she blocked me for taking her to Drake, whatever. She stood me like, again, all of this for clout. Like this nigga was a clout demon. And it was just, what do you, what do you think about this before I go on? So here's my take. I don't agree with y'all dragging the girl. Like shorty should have. Okay. To be fair. Would I have created a Twitter thread to let you to fill y'all asses in on how I just took this L and why I needed that nigga to take a picture down? No, sometimes you just, it's one of those. Y'all old- be telling the internet shit I would lie to God about. Thank you. Thank you. I don't know if that's the, my particular form of transparency. Like, I don't need the internet to know my side of shit. Like, <laughs> like y'all be telling the internet shit, but they would have to waterboard I, me in Guantanamo Bay to get out, get, get out of me. Proof is in the pudding. I'm not putting my business out on social media to prove no points. Think whatever the fuck you want to think. My real niggas know exactly which way I'm rocking, right? Period. I don't think I'd have done all that. However, I'm not mad at Shorty for doing all that because that was her story to tell. This nigga's being a weirdo. Let me tell y'all why, right? And it looked like he started going viral and doing and getting a lot of fucking attention based upon, you know what I mean? Her, the, the image of her. Now, no, does it have her face in it? But that's her. Like, that's her likeness. She's being recognized by other people besides her, obviously just yeah she like said her. like she's like i have yeah. identifiable tattoos like nigga like, yeah, like bro, my, my real niggas know it's me and hit my line yeah like so no you do need to take this down and i don't agree with that you're not going to have my likeness i don't give a fuck how you feel about it if i take a picture if you post a picture of me on the internet and i don't like it and i tell you to take it down i'm not explaining shit else after that take my fucking picture down period no, and man, that came at, like, see, the problem is, again, Twitter is very specific, but there's a main character on that app every single day. And the goal should be never to be the main character. 
Because once you're the main character and niggas, niggas know your face, name, whatever, like all your old tweets come up, people, nosy ass motherfuckers start searching shit. Like you, you just never want to be the main character. Comes out like he was lying about his cousin. He used like his, his, his like coworker as his cousin. First and foremost, we got to talk about why do people feel, why do people feel the need to lie on the cousin? Like whenever it's a death, it didn't even fake. It's either a cousin or it's like a grandparent. Like, why do you think that is? Honey, if I'm gonna lie about somebody dying, I already I just choose people who are already dead. I ain't got time for all of that. I'm I don't wish for death on folks, but let me tell y'all, my already dead ass grandpa, he needs me. <laughs> I will say this, listen, knock on knock on wood, it don't happen anytime soon, but on this here platform, if I kick the bucket. I give all of you permission to use me to get a couple bereavement days off work. I was a good. I was your best friend. I was a I was a good friend. I was your cousin from your mama's side. Like I was a close spiritual advisor. Whatever you need to tell, to use, I'm giving you permission. If if and when I do kick the bucket, hopefully it is a long time from now. But if you need some off days of the PTO after I die, don't use me before I die because I will haunt you, motherfuckers. <laughs> but after I die, if you need to use my death to get a couple days, be my guest. I'm absolutely A-OK with that. But- you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, my, my, my nigga Diddy passed away. I, gotta, I need a couple days. I need to go to his funeral or whatever. Like, where's his yeah. funeral? Wherever, wherever the farthest flight is, I could be getting buried in Cincinnati. If you in Cincinnati, tell them my tell them my funeral's in L.A. and you need a couple of days for travel. I don't give a you know what I'm saying. Like, I don't give a fuck. But listen, I'm. I think that's where my only hangup is. Is that direct that hate accordingly? Like clearly, he's the villain. Y'all wanted to talk about how Shorty started tricking, how Shorty was buying her own flights, how Shorty was giving that nigga money, how she was fucking him because she liked him. Excuse me, because she liked him. Yeah. Have y'all never? And I hate when, all right. Her giving us her story was not like, okay, Twitter is a wild platform, baby. You got to choose that battle very, very wisely. Like, them niggas definitely dragged. They dragged. And do I think that that was necessarily fair? No, not at all. Because he was, I'm not a fan of the focus being taken away from the nigga that is wrong because she made a couple mistakes. That's fine. The focus here is that he's not shit. He's a master manipulator. Clearly, he's t- fucking finessing bitches all over the Twitter lands. Like, he got a couple bitches in Cincinnati losing their shit. But that's... We'll talk about that after the break. Okay. <laughs> after, you feel me? Because I, I, I ain't know there was some local ties. After these few messages. Like, I ain't know there was some local ties. Listen, but never mind. I'm going to say something real problematic. You know, that, nigga to be better. Local, that nigga got some local ties. But like... And here's my thing. Clearly, he's the nigga in the wrong. And when women decide to be vulnerable and tell their stories and come out and be like, yeah, like, this is where that nigga had me fucked up. And now I see the mistakes. And now I see where... Bro, when I like a man, I become Trickosaurus Rex. Trick Mama Dollars. Like, bro, like, Sugar Mama from Beyonce, she was talking about me. What you want, daddy? What you want me to do? Okay, he lived with his mama, but I treat him like a king, bro. That is me, bro. Nose wider than the Grand Canyon. So me doing for somebody that I give a fuck about and going out of my way to appease and and you know what I'm saying please a nigga that I'm talking to, and especially one that I'm fucking yeah. This just <sighs> women in accountability, bro. I did not want to go there tonight. 
But this just goes back to the whole women don't actually like are women dating men that they like? Are women actually investing into situations with people that they want to see longevity with? And why is it not reciprocated? Because if I want to come see a man that I'm talking to and dating, I'm going to come see him. And if he decides to pay for the flight, cool. If I want to pay for the flight, cool. But if at the end of the day, if our relationship isn't transactional, what I spend on you is not the factor here. Y'all was dragging that girl for spending money that clearly she had. I didn't see nowhere in them threads that she was borrowing money for plane tickets to go see a nigga who was finessing her. That well, she wasn't bad. taking out loans like the white women in yeah, that like, She wasn't taking out loans and borrowing against the bank for a nigga she met on fucking Tinder. Like, you're not meeting no millionaires on Tinder. Sis. You might. You might. I don't know. I don't know. You, if you really want to meet them, you go to this app called The League, but they need to vet you first. Um, Like I said, like I said, I'm not... I'm not saying that it's not possible. I'm saying how what's the likelihood? And also, why are we not doing our due diligence it's because that nigga said he rich? Like what the You know what? Like? And this this has been a a quote and it's going to sound fucked up because it is, but it's very true. Part of a reason I I discourage all of my niggas from lying to women is because if a woman likes you enough, you do not have to lie to that woman. She will lie to herself. Like, if a woman likes you enough, she will say whatever she needs to say to herself to make that math make sense. You do not have to help her. And matter of fact, you helping her is what gets y'all fucked up. Because if you explain the situation, whatever situation you may or may not have, if she fucked with you enough, she will somehow twist that situation in a way that she know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. And even, you know what's crazy? Even if I know that the situation is fried, even if I know that I'm getting ready to enter into some dumbass shit, giving me the truth gives me the option to choose to do this shit either way. And once you and here and here's the thing again, it's like it's like a reverse trap card. And once you give her the option to do whatever she wants to do, if she chooses to do the shit that you want to do, you are now absolved of all of the other bullshit that will come after that because you told her the truth up front. But I, I, I Mr. Nigga, just because I am honoring, I always have an expectation of truth. That's it. Whatever the fuck you open up your mouth to me needs to be 100% the truth. That is it. However, just because you owe me the truth, you don't get rewarded for it. That is an obligation in order to... Oh, no, I'm not saying that at all. Right. I'm not saying that at all. But men definitely use the truth as transactional as, like, women use men for money or whatever the case may be. I don't fucking know. But like Y'all use niggas for all sorts of transactions, but that's neither here or there. But men become very... So when the relationship... Truth is not a commodity. You don't get to bargain the truth with me because you think it's going to get you what you want. This ain't that. And why would you want to play with... If you call yourself... If you call call yourself liking me, why would you want to play with me like that? Well, because it goes back. A lot of dating and relationship problems could be solved if niggas and women, or men and women, excuse me, actually pursued people that they actively liked and so the, and so the, here's the thing and the way our dating and courting system is and another point is i hate when i hate when um women just assume a man wasted their time because he tried to court her and then realized he like i didn't waste your time i wanted to figure out if i liked you i got to know you and figured out i didn't that's not wasting our time here i 
I'm and especially because of the, I made the effort to get to know you. I got to know you. I was like, nah, I'm good. But it's just you need to deal with people that you actively like besides what they can offer for you, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? You say it all the time. Some niggas don't like women. They like pussy. And and a lot of women don't like men. They like money and dick. Like, so it's just if you if you view these niggas as purely like off of what they can provide for you instead of what who they are as people, you trap yourself in these situations because you feel like you put in time. To, to get whatever investment you feel like you earn from a nigga instead of like, do I actually like the person behind whatever I'm seeking? Does that make sense? Oh, no. I, I get it. I get it completely. I get it. I absolutely get it completely. But I'm, I, what I'm saying is this. Whenever... When I, all right. For instance, let's take the Twitter swin- uh, Twitter. The Tinder swindler for chance, right? This nigga's on the internet on these dating apps, masquerading himself as this wannabe billionaire, calls these, tells, gets these women to, you know, sweeps these women off their feet with the extravagance of Rolls Royces and a fucking expensive Dates at five-star hotels. Yeah, international visits and shit like that. Like, this nigga's doing some major, major trick, and so it makes the money and the access and the trips and all this shit look legitimate. Then... He makes up some cockamamie ass story about how his, you know, he's trying to get kidnapped. He he fakes an attack. He goes on all like these really extravagant things and attempts to make this it seem like his life is in danger, right? So then, then he hits this woman with, "Oh, I need money, and I don't have access to my money. I need your money." And because he's already done these extravagant extravagant things, these women were thinking, "Oh yeah, well, okay, I can get this nigga a couple grand," and I'm like. I might have I might have cooked them dinner. I don't know. make sure you was all right. I don't know about taking Send me twenty five grand. My enemies are after me. Yeah, like asking these women for exuberant amounts of money. Meanwhile, the bitch he begging for money and who's paying that motherfucking tab, he's using that money to trick off on the next bitch. He finna pull the same kind of heist with, and the circle goes on and on and on and on. He really was running a Ponzi scheme with bitches. It was hilarious. Actually, he was like you was literally <laughs> like bro a whole pyramid scheme with hoes. And when I first, like, the first 20 minutes of watching that shit, I'm just like, bro, that nigga just like bitches. Like, what's, what's the point? Like, all right, a lot of y'all niggas get on fucking Tinder and shit, get to swiping and getting, and getting carried away. That's not nothing new. Like, what's the problem here, right? And then I started to look and pay attention. I'm like, got it. You waking these bitches think that they are signing up for some whirlwind Disney ass romance. Meanwhile, you got them hoes so besides themselves that they think that taking out a hundred fifty thousand dollar loan for a nigga that's not married to you, you've known that nigga six days, is cool. Like at some point, and I know love defies logic all the time, but common sense never kicks in. Bro, we was looking at the shit like first and foremost. <laughs> first and foremost, I. In my dating history, I've never, I've never been lucky enough to get the gullible woman. Like all the women I date are B613, FBI, KGB operatives. Smart as hell. Just for smart as hell and intuitive, be figuring out shit wrong with you before you open your mouth. I ain't never got the gullible one who just send me money just because of some cockamamie story out of me. See? <laughs> so it's just like some of this. I wish. Yeah, I wish I got the government ones who would just send me money without with no questions asked. No, I get the ones who have feelings and who are intelligent and who are smart and shit. Woe is me. <laughs> but like at a certain point, right? And and so what he did is called love bombing. So he 
he he kind of he he hits you up top with like the crazy extravagant shit, like the the five star hotel, the private jet, the whoop de whoop the whoop de whoop, and you like, oh shit, this shit lit. And from then on, it's like a fiend chasing a high. He 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 he, he damn near ODs you off the first hit. Like it's like mail in the crack and snowfall. Like you that first high, you you like, oh shit, this is lit. And you spend the rest of the time trying to chase that first high that you got from the nigga when he hit, hit you with that whirlwind-ass first date, the, all the lovey-dovey shit, the extravagant shit. You try to chase that every single time. And knowing that like you, you got to do more and you got to do more to get that same level of shit from the nigga, but you remember how good it was your first time. So you keep trying to get that first time back. All that is, it fucks with your head. If like these women were stupid, but they're pretty much like crack addicts. Like they were trying to chase that high, or they wanted to believe that. I don't think it was a high. I think they wanted to believe they're lying. Not everybody wants to think that the it's their turn for the fairy tale. It's their it's their turn to get swept off their feet. It's they their they, everyone wants to be the princess in the Disney movie. And and as a and as a woman who also believes in having a, a her version of a fairy tale ending, like yeah, feeling like you found the one, feeling like you found somebody who you can build and grow with and figure some shit out with, like hell yeah, absolutely. The problem is that, and again, in these stories and narratives, we want to talk about how like these women are dumb or they should have saw the signs and how could they get finessed. But when a nigga gets finessed, it's like, well, you know, women are smart and women are slick and blah, blah, blah. And you know, you got to be, you got to watch out for them hoes. And it's like, or men followed their heart too and got just as caught up in the rapture as they did. You know what I mean? But also that, I just, comes, hold on. that ties into the fact that we don't have hold sympathy on. for niggas and their problems. <laughs> That's not the point I was getting at at all. <laughs> But that is a point. Continue. No, different topic, a different day. But I think my point about the matter is we don't hold men as accountable for being sh- deliberately as shitty to women as we hold women for being seemingly gullible because they wanted to believe a man was to uh, believe a man that she was intimate with is actually telling her the truth. We think when men decide to do shitty things, we li- like the jokes come in, come in a plenty, but the attacks for women come in a plenty too and that's stupid and we can all agree that we can both agree that in this fucking for this gingerbread man he was absolutely the villain in that story but y'all are still trying to find fault in her ways as if she just wasn't down for the down to ride for a man she cared about and i'm not saying that you need to move with a little bit of more wherewithal or know-how or see you know what i'm saying ask a couple more questions but she did though she got there on her time it is very hard thing to do to accuse somebody that you care about of mishandling you. Because what if you're wrong? That's hard. That's a hard thing to come back from. So also keep that focus where the fuck it's at. Yeah, girl, you know, when you know better, you do better. There's always going to be next time. But don't sit here and tell me that, don't sit here and tell me that she was like, okay, he gets the jokes and she gets the blame. I'm not cool with that. Well, part of that is because it's it's like how do I say this? And it's it, it's it's niggas' fault, but the there's the expectation of men as far as is, is that we're all going to do some shitty shit, some shady shit, some whatever shit at a certain point in time. 
and so and so people use that expectation in that as far as like you know a man's gonna always embarrass you whatever the case may be to kind of make that like the how do i say this to make that kind of a base level like hey if you're dealing with a man he's going to do some shitty shit to you so just expect it versus damn that particular individual did some shitty shit to you. That's fucked up. Does that make sense? And so, so with the with 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 the with the gingerbread with uh with the diabetes man, um, Liabetes. you know what I'm saying? Like that's so it, it's 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 a it's a level above, but it's a similar level and some a similar rhetoric to how we victim blame sexual assault victims, or like hey like. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Make sure you never leave your drink open. Make sure you, you know what I'm saying, have a buddy system. All, you know, all, the, all of that rhetoric I that we say. that when we start talking about, like, holding men accountable for being shitty towards women, that's just where the conversation starts and ends. Start holding men accountable for being shitty and stop telling women that they should have been better women so, they, that, so that they would have never been taken advantage of. That's bullshit. And it's some gaslighting ass, like, that doesn't feel good to be told, well, shit, bitch. You got conned. Yeah, sure. We see that. Like, clearly you're the victim here, but should have been smarter. Like, bitch, how much more smarter could I have been? Like, clearly I understand where this, where the, that this was a mistake here, but I didn't lie to this nigga. He lied to me. It's, it's, I think it comes from a good place, but it's often presented worse. Where it's yeah, like, there's no good place in blaming a woman. Okay. Yes. I don't think, I, was, I don't, so I don't think the good place is blaming. I think it's like, it's, we want, to protect our most vulnerable and we think sometimes like hey telling like, a woman to be telling a woman to be careful is one thing telling a woman that it's her fault when she gets attacked is another thing and i think the latter happens way too more way the latter more happens often. because people think we're doing the former and it turns out to be the latter right it's like hey like for example if i got robbed today to tonight knock on wood right if i got robbed or if i got jumped or if i you know what i'm saying anything happened to me the first question would be from a lot of people is like, where were you? And if I say somewhere, like if I say I was, I was on the corner of Liberty and Lynn, niggas would be like, well, why the fuck were you there? Right. And, and yes, it's, it's, not, it's designed to kind of be like a, hey, be careful. You know what I'm saying? Like, were you drinking? Whatever surrounding. But, also, but, but it manifests in a way where it's like, I didn't make them niggas rob me. Them niggas gonna, rob me because them I niggas are terrible people. Get into the culture of blame shifting, especially when the blame shifts towards women when they were just being sincere and we're taken advantage of and that happens more often than it doesn't and that nigga got jokes and i'm pretty sure he's gonna rebrand like he's gonna stay off twitter for a couple months rebrand as somebody the fuck else and be back at it like a crack addict I, like that's typically what happens like you bounce back but like i will you. say i will say this especially this new era we don't let we don't let the the main characters forget who they are for often. Like no, that one gonna, because eventually, like you said, cloud is a drug. Eventually, you're gonna come back to Twitter or come back to this platform, trying to grandstand, thinking that you the shit, and thinking that like all is forgotten and then all is forgiven, and do some shit that's gonna end up, and put your ass right back on the summer jam screen. Like that's all that is. So. If I think of that one nigga who flew out and ended up on the, you know, you know the, you know the meme, but nigga was on the end of the bed, like looking sad and pitiful because he flew out with no money. 
At, anytime that nigga mentions anything about anything, we just like, shut up, bitch. Like, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't, like, you know what I mean? So I think that same, that same thing gonna happen for him. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you gonna, you gonna think we forgot. Like, we didn't forget. Surprise, nigga. Like, 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 clout is a hell of a drug because clout also, like. The North remembers. W- because fam one fight fucked up brother nature's entire bag baby he has slowly fallen off like now, it wasn't slowly it was no, 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 immediately no, no, no. what i'm saying is that like because he was still posting for a while and canela would still be around and he would still be kikiing with the ducks and pigs and shit but like he i haven't seen brother nature on the internet in quite some time and that he was went from playing with monkeys with tiana trump <laughs> to to one bad night in Miami, getting your ass beat, then you know what I'm saying, then not taking the L. And now and now look at you. This nigga in the shadow realm. This nigga in the multiverse. Who hate to see it. You genuinely hate to see it. But uh Calvin. Yes. Don't have time to get into our last topic. However, um I actually did want to give the good people a positive note. I have a, a very jovial positive note. So, Kiddo has encountered his first real conflict that I have been very hands off with dealing with. I've been allowing him to. I've been. He's been venting, and I've been asking him, Kiddo, is do you want me to intercede or do you want advice? And he said, Mom, I think I got it. And he, <laughs> okay, I got your back. Rah, like. I had to give a rally to troops speech this morning. It was felt great, right? <laughs> I, like typically, I got give a rally to troops speech to my team, but now I got to give it to my son, so it felt great. Okay. So, kiddo is—he's got a kid in his class that I'm not gonna call that little boy a bully, but my son has have had has had to repeat himself more than once, more than twice, honestly, about the same thing when it comes to this kid. And he came to me. He said, "Mom, I'm ready to knock his teeth in." And if you know, hell yeah, let's go, boy. And if you know my son, you know he does not talk like that. That is not his demeanor. That's not his mo. He is literally like he would rather not. He would rather take the path of least resistance. Like he is not his mama at all when it comes to that. So I'm like, kiddo, what? Like I look at him crazy as hell. He said, yeah. He got one more time, and I'm like, oh shit. I said, kiddo, sit down. See, this so he, is what you're supposed to call the uncles, man. We supposed to, we, me, we supposed to be all bobbing over there. So I, I said, all right. I said, kiddo, let's handle it, right? So he sits down and I said, let me know what happens. He said, ma, blah, 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 snapping. My baby is going, y'all, he is going off, okay? And I'm sitting there and I'm listening. I'm like, damn. That's how he got you fucked up? Okay. It's almost like when your partner is venting you, to you about like that bitch on your job. My son because there's always there's always some bitch that done fuck at your job at your job man always some bitch at your job right so kiddo was telling me about how like this and he's frustrated he's fed up he's tired he don't know what to do blah 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 and I'm like kiddo I said baby listen he said yes mom I say giving some advice some pointers you know some one and twos about how to handle this shit you know my baby called me today and he said mom guess what I said what he said, such and such came up to me trying blah, blah, blah. And I told him no. And he tried to get crazy with me. And I stood up for myself. And I swear to God, y'all, y'all know that scene in Pursuit of Happiness where Will Smith 
character gets the job and he stands up and he's clapping down the street with tears. Crying his ass off. That was me in the hallway of my job today, boy. Hearing your children or somebody that you care about find a win in something that they've been struggling with is so satisfying. Like, ah, yeah, you better come on, you fucking winner, you. Like, yes. Like, it's, it's, it's vindicating seeing your kids use their own devices, the smart devices, to come up with solutions. And it's like, you, that's fucking right, kiddo. You, you motherfucking go. You show them who you made up. Like, and maybe I'm, inv- obviously I'm invested because I'm his mom, right? But even when I break it down to my friends, I, my job, I like seeing the people that I'm invested to win, especially in areas that once used to whoop they ass. So kiddo conquered his first little Goliath. And I'm proud. And I say all that to say this. Sometimes your loved ones need to know when you're proud of them. Sometimes that affirmation pouring into people is also very satisfying. And if you don't get off on letting the people that you know, the people that you love, know that you love them and that you see them and you see how hard they're grinding and working, baby, you, that, you're slacking on your job. So it felt good to affirm my son, have him listen to me, and it pay off for him. And my advice to y'all this week is to do the same. Reach out to somebody that, or, you know, somebody in your life that you know is struggling with something. Reach out and let them know that you see them and that you support them and you hope that they're winning. It really does go a very long way. It's your girl, Ali Nicole. It's your boy, C. Diddy. We are out of here. Hey. Yo. I'm about to take a chance, yo. Blindfolded with the free throw. Little mama playing a defense. Two seconds on the clock, I'm gone.